And we're live. All right, Mark. Numero, numero uno. Yeah, thank you so much, man. appreciate you. And obviously, uh, this isn't our first podcast together. We f- no. we first did your podcast, so. Which which I, I laid to rest years ago. What do you call that, pod fade? Yeah, so I, I thought it, I remember when I started it, there was like most the largest percent of podcasts don't make it past like five episodes. And I was like, whatever I'm going all the way. And I think I got to seven, man. So, you so you let odds, it bother but, you. Yeah. Cause, you know, like, cause you, uh, you definitely have it in you. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened. Um, I think if I could just keep my focus on one thing, everything is, so interesting to me. I end up starting one thing and then something else is exciting and it's like squirrel. Does does everyone not have that problem? Because I do. Yeah. And and it's not just like one thing that distracts me, it's like twenty. Yeah. Uh, it's and I, and then I I think I become too obsessed with it to where I get absolutely exhausted by it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, so look, you told an interesting story the other day um, from your perspective about how we met to a group that we're a part of. Um, so I just, I just wanted to recap that because I think that how we met is a super awesome and then how our friendship and relationship is, has grown since then. Um, so So why don't you drop that on us? Oh, you're talking about the the gym? Yeah. Oh, with uh, meeting meeting at CrossFit. That's well, we we worked down the road from each other at opposite and, companies. Yeah, and I think uh, over was it instead of over a cup of coffee, it was over back squats. Became best friends. <laughs> I love that. I remember, uh, I remember I was looking for somebody to partner with and I was like, all right, all right. Seeing this dude around, I was like, Hey man, you working out with anybody? And you were like, no, nah, come on, but you better be ready for Squataholics university. And, uh, man, we went harder than I had planned that day, but that, that's, the, that's the best thing about good workout partners, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I love getting pumped up and, and I, I feed off of other people's energy. So I, I think like you and I together, it's, it, it might be like a, a dopamine overload <laughs> or an endorphin overload. That's a good way to put it. It's like, uh, yeah. not firing gasoline, but maybe like firing jet fuel. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it gets a little crazy, but it's never a bad thing. I mean, what, what you want especially in the gym absolutely yeah, yeah many many good workouts later now we're uh now we're solving all of life's problems together no but you were you were pretty much the reason why i, I actually came over and started working with y'all because i met with the, the ceo and talked to him and i was like yeah yeah you know i'll think about it and i think you and i were in the gym one day he's like dude just to work with us yeah think about it what's there to think about 
Yeah. So we could have this you, like a gym bromance like every day. Right. So that was uh you helped me make that decision, which it, it ended up being a great opportunity. Yeah. Well, I'm, lot, glad, lot I'm glad to hear I didn't like screw up your life by uh by, by inviting you to come work with us. No, a lot of growth. <laughs> a lot of growth. Yeah, no doubt. So. Um so let's let's uh first dive in to some of your um I I always love the story and and it'll bring some some thoughts to mind and I'm sure some different directions we can explore. I love the story about how you came from a baseball game to finding um, triathlon and then the evolution from there. Oh, you mean being a piece of shit? Well, some may describe, I wouldn't describe it in that manner, but. No, it's, um, so I've been, I've I've been thinking a lot about it and, you know, because we talk a lot about it and, in our our weekly calls, which have been fantastic, and and like I, I'd almost advise that to a lot of people that if they have you know a good friend, they can almost get like coaching opportunities like back and forth. It's pretty cool, but it's just made me really kind of dig into it. Um, but you know specifically that event or, or that yeah that that one thing that kind of happened to me. Um, you know, as I said, I, after college, I became a bit sedentary and, and, uh, packed on some pounds and noticed that, uh, well, I think I went to the doctor one day and having had blood pressure, uh, was prescribed. I can't remember what it was, but it was something from a, you know, to, to, you know, manage the, the blood pressure at, was that 28? And, you know, having the family history that I do, my dad had a stroke at 38, um, luckily regained every, you know, all his motor functions back. Um, my grandfather spent the remaining years of his life in a wheelchair from um, a massive stroke. And I was like, shit, I was like, this is like already like, you know, 28 years old. I'm, I'm on medication and, uh, it's kind of, Kind of freaked me out a little bit, so started uh, started walking. And um, the the company I worked for, I traveled a lot, so a lot of hotel treadmills and things of that nature. And on one of those trips, um, I got invited to like a, a work outing uh, to a Cubs game. First first major league baseball game uh, was was Cubs. Uh, versus Brewers, which uh, they were annihilated um, in Chicago. And yeah, yeah, cool. Nice. Really feels awesome. Um, but I, I sat behind a guy who had an, a, a jacket on with you know the Iron Man logo. And at that time, they got done 5K and almost died. I was like, man, I was like, I can't imagine. Can't imagine running a marathon, just a marathon, much less a marathon at the end of, you know, I, I didn't know all the details, but you know, at the end of a swim and a bike, um, and 
I, I don't know how it came about, but I, I just remember it. Like at first thinking like, yeah, I could never do that. And then thinking, well, why can't I do it? Why couldn't I do it? And, and I, I don't, I, I'm I, like, I try to remember how it evolved, but I just, you know, start digging into it and set it out like a three-year plan that, you know, I'd work up to doing a full iron by first year doing sprint triathlon in Olympic distance. And then the next year doing, uh, doing a half iron and then third year, uh, ultimately completing a full Ironman and, um, actually followed through with it, which is funny. It's like one of the first pretty large goals that, and I think it's important because I made it for myself. Like I made that goal, you know, like, yeah, I went to college, got a degree, stuff like that, but kind of felt like, you know, growing up, it was like, you, you got to go to college. Mm -hmm. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't like mine. It, it, it's not something that I set, but um, no, nah, it was um, something I became obsessed with and, and extremely passionate about and um, learned a tremendous amount you know, about myself and, and um, had some fantastic experiences. You know, I was thinking about it particularly you know doing hard things people you know you hear all these motivational people talk about you know doing you know the long you know the 100 mile runs and triathlons and all types of hard stuff and and it, it's almost like they i kind of interpret it like they they brag about it but I think the reason, and 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 I was thinking about, I think I was thinking about this this morning. The reason that I think they're so vocal about it is because of the experience, and I do believe that a lot of them want other people to experience something like that, something that just, you know, breaks you down to, you know, just where where it's just mental, where where you have to, you know, grind through it because. When, when you come out the other side, it, it I know you've heard saying it's like the volume of life is turned down. Everything you thought that was hard or like the, the problems that you've stressed about before, you're like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And so I think that's, I don't know, that's one reason, I mean, for me that I like to talk about it and, and share it with other people because once you do that and you know, you you've experienced and and I think things like CrossFit are great because, you know, in in a daily workout, you just absolutely annihilate yourself and you know, and then the rest of the day, you know, you, you've won for the day already. Like you, you know, and then you take on the rest of the day. It's like, ah, uh, what what can be as bad as what I went through? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And like having recently lost like a fair amount of weight, like I'm just, you know, like the volumes turned down on the noise. Yeah. But then it's like the volume is turned up on the experience in terms of just the compounding effect of how much better I feel and how much clearer my head is and things like that. And obviously it's like the sum of all the parts with 
eating better, you know, cutting out um, some of the alcohol, uh, trying to get better sleep. And um, I don't know if it was it was you or it was someone I was speaking to maybe yesterday was saying, oh, yeah, okay. So they were saying, okay, like you're working out. It's just so much harder to, uh, or so sorry, so much easier to just be like, oh man, now I want to get a good meal because I want to like fuel myself to go to that place again and like have a good workout and be excited about it and feel accomplished and get some, get like some early wins and things like that in my day. And, uh, they were, they were saying like, if you're not working out and, and you don't have some of the other inputs into the equation, then it's like easy to be like, eh, you know, a cheeseburger's okay or whatever, you know? And, uh. But, you know, to your point, I've, I find myself being like, dude, stop talking about this, <laughs> you know, but, but it is like, you just feel so much better. And I'm like excited to share that with people. Like, you know, I, I it's, you know, as we always talk, like I'm a big fan of kind of making constant tweaks. And so I have a conversation with someone and, and judge their reaction and their engagement in that topic and then based on sort of that real-time feedback and then too like calibrating in who are they and what are their experiences and what's our relationship but tweak it going into the next conversation and you know just interesting you know how all that uh like sharing that with people is and I I definitely get that the one thing to your point about um crossfit that i've always found funny and i think you'll appreciate is everybody always speaks to it as as being functional fitness but i remember when you were talking about smashing yourself in a workout like i was like how's this functional fitness if i'm always so broke off for like three days after a workout like i can't function period i can function less than when i was fat and out of shape no it, yeah it, it it will it'll beat you up and that was so going back you know i told you i I had just resorted to garage fitness over the years i've kind of built a bit of an arsenal and um started just working out in my garage because it was just easy you know i can walk right out of my kitchen and and get it done and didn't have to drive anywhere and um I uh, got some cabin fever during quarantine days and went back to the gym where I started and, um, you know, being out of it for so many years, it was a bit of an ego check. And, you know, we'd be, you know, usually start out with a strength piece and it'd be some type of clean complex or something. And I'd see some young buck loading up the bar and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I got that. And (laughs) And then bury myself under a weight that I hadn't moved in years. And I'm like, all right, yeah, you did it. You did this to yourself. Yeah. uh, Well, it's that like old college rugby and competitive, like you just get riled up. And and that that takes us back to the first time we met. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, you go ahead. No, I think it's, I think, you know, that's the beauty of, you know me i'm i'm kind of big on uh just like time and you know 
specifically more recent for me, um, you know, getting workouts in. And, you know, I think there is a, a beautiful thing about going into a gym and grinding with people and half having and getting the motivation from everybody and getting pumped up. Um, so I can't, I can't take anything away from that. And if, if people have the opportunity to do that, but, um, you know, for me now it's, I, uh, I'm, I'm back in the garage. Um, and it, 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 it gives me what I need. Um, I think that, get- that's impressive that like, I don't know. Cause I go back and forth. Some days I can go by myself and then some days I need some accountability partner, and, you know, then is it's like no issue. You know, once you get in, you're like, hey, man, let's step it up. Like, let's do one more set. Let's get a bonus, some bonus work in. But, I mean, that's, that's um, you, you don't seem to have an issue with that. And, and I think it highlights some of the, some of the take-homes I've had from getting, like, really back into it lately is that, like, there's something different that works for everybody. And, mm-hmm. like... Um, so for a long time I thought you know CrossFit might be that thing for me and uh, you know the one and and maybe at at face value that's what I thought it was but for me the thing that has seemed to work is like the constantly varied nature of it like some one day I'll swim one day I'll I'll go for a walk one day I'll bike you know, lift weights, swing the kettlebell, rowing. I just like mix it up. And that's been kind of kept it exciting and kept it from getting stale to the point where you're like, oh, I I need to go work out. I'm kind of tired. I'm not really excited to do running for the 12th day in a row or whatever, you know, just like varying it has, has kept it interesting. And, you know, a lot of people when you're like, hey, getting back into working out be like yo you just need to do this you know and there's a lot of those and there's like 10 Mm -hmm. different you just need to do this and uh you know i kind of gained some confidence as i've gained some momentum with being like i appreciate that and perhaps i'll incorporate that but what's really working for me now is this constantly varied and then you know, the consistency thing in my mind, it's like less about the end goal. Like I've got a vision for where I want the destination to be in terms of, let's say the number on the scale or how I feel or how far I can run, whatever. But it's more like, man, we've done nine days in a row of like something, some kind of workout and eating good. Like let's get a 10th. Let's see if we can make it a 14 and it'll be two weeks man, maybe we can put together a whole month. Like, this is awesome. And that's just really, thinking in those terms has allowed me, it's been kind of seamless, you know, just just stacking up small wins. And I think you've used the metaphor before of, um, what is it, brick by brick, you build a, build a mansion. I think, I think you said temple Yeah. before. Okay, mansion, temple. Uh, I, yeah. I like to envision a mansion, you know. Yeah. Maybe one day you can come to my mansion. Well, I I think also is, is being open to that stuff. Uh, well being open to different things. Um, like I, I told you how I stumbled onto CrossFit. It was, it was, uh, after, so I, I did the full iron and then 
did a couple more races that year and I just got done with uh the half iron in Augusta and I what I, I broke four hours which was one of my goals and I was in what I thought quote the, the best shape of my life and um somebody's like hey do you want to come with me to this guy's garage into uh crossfit and i i remember hearing about it like oh you mean uh like throwing weights around and stuff like that he's like well just you know come try it and and i did and i think that's the closest i've come to throwing up since a squat session from when i had a a, a trainer way back in the day um but after that, I was like, all right, I found the new challenge. Um, but ultimately for me, you know, it, it just opened up so many doors, you know, and and uh, I'll use, you know, jump back to triathlon real quick. I, I'd done mountain biking and a little bit of running, but never swimming. So I added so much to the, the I'll say, you know, use the word arsenal again of op options for fitness. You know, they were swimming, biking and running now that I had, you know, became eh, halfway decent in and then starting CrossFit, um, you, there's so many movements and, and so many things you learned. And I ended up, um, you know, obviously getting focused on CrossFit and then I switched gears a little bit and did weightlifting, I actually competed in a, a weightlifting competition. Um, I fell in love with strongman movements. I competed in a strongman tournament and, uh, which, you know, um, I, I learned about stuff and actually added those to my garage. You know, I, I have a hundred pound and 150 pound of the strongman sandbags and, and I have a yoke and that kind of stuff. And it, and again, it's just, boom, that's, it's, it's a couple more things I can walk out there that were, as far as, you know, the investment was relatively low that I can walk out and move and, the days where I wake up, like, I don't want to do anything. I can walk out there and I'm like, all right, just pick that sandbag up to your shoulder and put it down 10 times and get on the salt bike and, yeah. you know, cycle that out. And, you know, I'll do like 10 minutes of that. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Now I'm ready. And, you know, then put together a couple other workouts. And, and sometimes I just fumble around for an hour and just like, look, if you're, you're up, just move things. And then, yeah, you know, you get your heart rate up, you sweat. And, um, but I think the, the biggest thing I've gotten out of all of this is the exposure to different, different stuff. Um, I use, you know, kettlebell, for example, you know, we did in, in CrossFit, you do what kettlebell swings and goblet squats, maybe some snatches. And I just dug into it and, now I've, there's so much you can do with just one kettlebell. And I love, now I love exploring like what you can do with one piece of equipment and hopefully, you know, have an opportunity to show other people, Hey, look, you know, I know you, you only have a set of dumbbells or you only have a barbell or, you know, you only have a sandbag, but there's, Versatility. A lot you can do. Why don't you uh, shout out one swing a day? Let's hear what's oh. what's the idea. Like uh, I think it'd be good to um, to triage into some of the uh, the other 
current and parallel interests that, that we have. Um, but but in that, you got a project going called One Swing a Day, where, like you said, you're you're spreading that love and and uh, something that you've gained a passion in. And make sure that you uh, speak to who initially tried to sell you on the Mace idea. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. yeah, let's hear about one swing a day. No, I've, I've, you know, over the last, I've always been in, in love with, or well, had a, a bit of a passion for fitness. I'll even go back to, um, in my younger, younger teen years, uh, I was a muscle and fitness reader and the, the way I got started in the gym was it was, uh, my, my parents owned a print shop and my mom had bought uh like three months for my dad to go to this gym which he never used and uh during the summer i think i was 14 she asked the owners like hey can you know my son use that and uh, i don't i think you're supposed to be 16 but they're like yeah sure so that's that's what i did you know for summer and kind of kind of fell in love with it and um it, you know there's part of me that wanted to do that and when i was at uh, VCU for a while, I, I was pursuing applied health science with pre-physical therapy, which ended up changing out of that. But I, I got my personal trainer certification. I worked at the, uh, it was back then, it was the uh, the gym to the public, well, the students and public was the Siegel Center, which is now athletes only, but I uh, worked there and and um, I had, had competed in some bodybuilding tournaments, um, all natural. Um, drug free, of course. Um, but you know, it's, and, you know, kind of fell off, um, through the years and then, you know, picked it back up. Uh, but I think like you're saying the, the one swing a day, it kind of came about, um, I guess I started thinking about it even during, you know, quarantine and COVID times when people were just scrounging for anything they could find and, I had a, had a, had a group of friends I'd meet in a park and to get a workout in. And we we're like, well, what can we use? Everybody can kind of get their own thing and you, know, you don't have to share equipment. You can spread out. I was like, well, you know, kettlebells, you know, obviously, um, everyone can have their own kettlebell and we can, we can move about and, and we, you know, started meeting and swing kettlebells and, uh, dug into that and, um, actually started doing a kettlebell class at, uh, the gym I was going to, uh, did that for about a year, um, until my, my twins came along and you've got to make, you know, got to make sacrifices here and there for family. So that, that, the coach in that class kind of went to the wayside, but I, I still wanted to, you know, share what I had learned and I guess the opportunities with, you know, one piece of equipment. So I started doing uh, one swing a day where, yeah, I didn't know what, what would come about. And I started with, you know, one kettlebell doing a different movement every day. And it was funny. I, I got the idea from when I did my MBA, we had a, he was the first, I think, artist in resident for the, the business school. And he had us do this project called, um, God, what was it? Uh, oh, the creative sprint. And it was a book and you do it like every day. It gives you something to like, uh, 
draw a face or, you know, do something with your left hand. And like, so it's like, you know, creativity, sparking creativity. And so I was like, all right, well, every day I'm gonna walk out in my garage and, you know, I, it might not be my only workout, but I'm gonna, you know, grab my kettlebell and do something different with it every day for 30 days. And it's like, all right. And I started doing it and um, made it through 30 days of that. And, and then I think you, like, why don't you try it with the mace? And uh, I'm on day, today was day 27. And you upload and, the uh, mace on one swing a day too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So would you would you generalize the um, uh, let's say the type of content I guess as you're doing like flow exercises? So you're putting together a flow like swing with the left hand, then transition to the right hand, do a snatch, come down. You know, once you've done both hands, come to a goblet squat in the middle, and it's probably a poor. Uh, sort of <laughs> generalization, but essentially different flows. So not not sw- one swing a day in terms of I'm gonna do one push up today, two tomorrow, three the yeah. next day, yeah. but like a different flow each day that you've put together and then shared with people so that they can try different things and see what options there are with like just real simple uh, equipment. Yeah, yeah, and it was like I've done other stuff like imams uh every minute on the minute of you know different movements um like more high intensity stuff like coupling swings with burpees or uh one of the you know like a assault bike or you know another piece of uh equipment uh well not equipment but like you could you know do burp i think yeah the one i did was burpees and swings um but again, this showing people that you don't just have to do, you know, four sets of 10 row, four sets of 10 swing, four sets of 10, de- you know, it's like, hey, you could, you could get creative with this and, and do something different. Um, the mace, uh, I, as I'm doing more of this, uh, the mace has been more, I guess, more fun, um, funner. You're welcome. Because, <laughs> and because I'll walk out and I'll just kind of pick it up and move with it and, I'll get like a movement in my head or, or something will inspire me. Like so nerdy. Um, some reason the the other morning I woke up and I was thinking about superhero landings and I'm like, how can I tie in a superhero (laughs) landing to, to like a, a mace flow type workout. And, um, I don't know how pretty it is, but uh, no, I, I did it. And the fun thing is, um, it usually it, it takes. Sometimes I can walk out there and put something together quick. Sometimes it takes me twenty or thirty minutes to put together something. But uh, I think, you know, I've I've been fairly successful uh, for the last like, twenty-seven days, and um, I'm liking it. It's it's uh, it's um, sometimes it's, it's frustrating. Well, not frustrating. Well challenging to tie the movements together to make it like a combination like a flow i guess um but that's the to me that's the fun part of it and and trying to turn it into something so so people can find that on instagram yeah daily and i'm thinking i don't i'm a little hesitant but 
I'm really thinking about doing 30 days of sandbag next. <laughs> I like that. Man, I don't know how you're going to come up with combinations. I got uh, I got yeah. a grand total of like one move. Pick up to the shoulder and drop behind the back. Right. No, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff you can, I think, do. I mean, obviously, squat, press, clean, deadlift, lunges, and I don't know. It, it, it does add some more challenge to the creativity aspect, but um, I don't know. I'm thinking about trying it. I think it's a cool project, man. You should just keep doing it, see where it goes. So you've done yeah. 30 days of kettlebell, now you're doing 30 days of mace, and then you're going to go to 30 days of something else. Is I think that, so. Is that true? I, I, like I said, when I started doing it, I didn't know what would happen or if it would, if I would actually keep doing it, which it's, it's been been pretty fun so far for me. Um, it. it makes me work on something every day and uh, well i think to your point like of of just jumping in it and doing something and maybe the first idea isn't what ends up being the destination but the first idea leads to a a second and then the third and so on as you just like give tests and i think we we've talked about before like I'm I'm excited about it. I think you're equally excited about just like little projects. And if you try something, what was um there was one we were talking about the other day about um if you do something for thirty days or let's say ninety days or whatever, just seeing what the result could be, doing this normal everyday activity, but doing it every day for a bunch of days in a row. And uh, you know, like I think there's other ones that obviously people promote, like read 10 pages a day or go X days without drinking beer or go, um, you know, just like different things like that. I think I think that's interesting to see what the results are after, after the period of like compounded and consistent, you know, just doing whatever it is. No, I, and it's it's great because I've gone back and and watched some of my my little video recordings of myself swinging a, a mace or even a kettlebell, and it's almost sometimes cringeworthy <laughs> when you look at the way you move and then compared to now. So that, that but that's what makes it special. That's what that's what makes it fun and keeps you coming back because you're like, oh man, you know. I've, I've made these improvements and you know, you, you see these other, other people on Instagram doing stuff you're like, I could never do that. And then the next thing you know, you're, you're doing it. And if you're not doing it better. So, um, that's the, that's the kind of, the kind of stuff that keeps you coming back to it. It's just learning and, and, and trying it, but, but not being scared to screw up. I need to post, I want to post some of my, uh, I guess fails. Um, oh yeah, we were talking about that. I think that'd be cool. I, yeah, I love the I've, different I've ideas to like market it and and uh, I mean you're an authentic guy, you know, and and I think that's like a that's a trait that that like is is clear and um, and interesting about you. So like showing that will will be interesting. I think the di- like. Just marketing stuff is so fascinating with me, how you could do different things and 
just involve different people and yeah. Uh, no, and, and that's that, cool. Well, that that kind of leads me to you know I was thinking about this too. Um, you know, I'm 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 nobody special, but you know, every once in a while, uh, somebody will ask me about working out or fitness. He's like, well, you know, it's easy for you, or um, well, you 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 just know so much more, you're better. And I'm like, it was not always like this. You know, it was it was not you know dedication and persistence. I know for me took a long time to, you know, kind of, kind of learn that you got to just keep after it to make something happen. And and that's with anything, you know, with, I mean, hell, you know, you know, I mean, from investing to, you know, learning a new skill to, you just got, if you, and then, then, like you said, the the brick thing is, you know, it's just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And next thing you know, you're doing it every day you, or you're, you can do it every day. Um, but no, I wasn't, I wasn't always as, as adamant about it as I am now. It's, it's, it's just, be, you know, to me, it's, it's become uh, just a, a part of my daily routine to, to work out. If I don't work out for a couple of days, I start to get a little antsy. Um, but it got me excited when you were saying the other day, I asked you, are you excited about, um, like when you can train with the twins and get them excited about being active and the, the, the twins are about how many months old now? Five. So five months Saturday. Yeah. So you only got like seven years and seven months and (laughs) it's that you're going to eagerly anticipate this. Um, but I, I thought that was really cool. Like, um, I guess that's something I've been thinking about as, as I, you know, my kids are a little bit older. So trying to encourage them to, to get out and be active and well, one like total aside that was really funny is we got them a trampoline and, you know, I feel like I, analysis paralysis myself over, uh, buying different things. And so, We'll get this trampoline, and obviously first default is, oh, man, we can buy, like, an expensive one, and what's the return on investment of that? Like, is it going to be safer? Is it, are they going to be able to, like, bounce higher or, like, uh, ex- access it easier? Or like, you know, what are the aspects of buying a trampoline? And so at the end of the day, they, from a safety perspective, they all seem pretty much mostly equivalent. Um, so we checked the most important box. But then I was like, you know what? Let's just buy like a cheap one. If they hate it, it's it's two hundred bucks, and uh, you know, there's that. But if um, if it only lasts a season or like a year, then we can buy another one. It's sort of low barrier for entry. So, man, I believe that they got their money's worth out of it in like the first day. Like it was just. And and it's cool because it's something that they're pumped up about and they're going out and they're being active and like getting some vitamin D from from the sun and they're jumping around and they're sort of, you know, building their own little relationship with each other. And uh so that's that's cool and that's that's been one. Um but I you know, like that's that's an interesting one. It was cool to me that you're like you instantly replied like, 
Oh, hell yeah. Like, uh, absolutely, uh, they're going to work out with me. It's going to be awesome. I, w- I was pumped up about that. The the trampoline thing, I think, is is fantastic for kids. We we got one, I think I was 11 or 12, and my brother and I started living on that thing. It was great because I, I shed a bunch of baby weight mm-hmm. that I was hanging on to. And, um, you know, we, we spent a tremendous amount of time on there. We actually, God, we, we built like platforms beside it. We had put it beside the house, jumped off the roof. We, uh, uh, we used to play tag on it and we blindfold somebody, you know, what are they? They're like 14 feet wide. The one that we had, I think it was, and <laughs> you got somebody blindfolded trying to, trying to tag, you know, everybody else on it, just stupid stuff like that. But, you know, you, like you said, it just gets them out, gets them moving. Um, I feel like I think the, a, the trampoline just, just like a whole new volume that was previously undiscovered of like laughter. <laughs> like it's just, uh, everything is 10 times funnier on the trampoline as you're getting bounced around. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's gonna be some bumps and bruises, but it's good. Good for kids. Yeah, for which it. you know, as as like a parent, probably the like sensitivity to it for you right now at five months old is like maybe high, and and <laughs> I think um, I don't know, like it changes, and and now I'm almost like, man, am I am I like uh, too conscious of this? You know, should I? Should I calm down and like let them run around and they fall down and whatever? You know, it's just it's a tough one. This is man, I've you know I think I've said this to you a number of times. Like I feel like being a parent is so complicated. Like uh, so many decisions for me in life like are pretty clear. You know, this is the this is the right decision. This is the other decision. Here's the pros and cons of each. Whatever, but. Man, it's like weighing in, like, oh, my God, what are the long-term effects of this decision? And everything is expensive with kids, and, you know, and, uh, you know, are they going to enjoy it? Are they going to make friends? Are they not going to be able to be around some friends because they're busy with this activity? It's just, like, wholly complicated. Like, oh, my goodness. No, I've learning a lot and I don't know jumping in the game at 40 has been interesting well at least as as uh I think we've validated like you're you're a fit 40 year old so you know you'll be able to chase some little rugrats around uh we have the nursery on like upstairs and my wife is so she's so neat which it, it's fantastic, but it, sometimes it drives me crazy. Um, so we we have to. She wants. We we had a changing station downstairs, and she went. She wants like no. We need to change them. You know, the changing station in the nursery and going up and down stairs constantly with you know one if not two. I'm just like every day I've I like oh got an goodness. arm full of baby and and going up and down. I'm like I'm so glad I work out. Uh, just wait like five more months. Oh my gosh. I just like, I always thought that uh, it'd be cool to have twins because I think having two kids, like, just, I guess, for our situation, like, 
made sense to me. And it was like one, one wouldn't have a buddy and three would be like, oh, my God, my life's already so complicated. So, like, I kind of, when we had our first one, I was like, man, it'd be really cool if we had twins. And then, like, we just go through all the crazy stuff all at one point. And maybe it's 50% crazier than it would be with one by itself. But, um, uh, you know, at least, like, you're moving through stages and not repeating stages like diapers and poop and stuff. And, but then when we had our second, it was like, oh my God, please don't say this is twins because I'm going to lose my freaking mind. And, uh, you know, we, we did obviously two and they're five years apart. And so, uh, uh, a wise man once told me, don't get out of the chaos, i.e. diapers and potty training and all that. And then have a grace period where that kid's growing up and becoming three years old and four years old and then get back into the chaos. So of course that's precisely what I did. Um, so now we're, we're like just out of diapers again and it's like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's like confusing, but now there's a whole like new set of challenges with, with grade school and homework and Dear God, if homework isn't more complicated these days, now, you know, I'm not sure that I was the best homework uh, doer in the past, but shit's complicated, man. Speaking but. of speaking of diapers, I just pulled up the, so we, we used like a tracker because we had to, because um, we, we do like a handoff and things like that. So we, we track, you know, feeding and, and diapers pretty much it maybe sleep every now and then, but I just pulled it up. So like I said, five months as of Sunday and it's, uh, 880 diapers oh we've God. changed for, uh, the girl. And it was like 879 for the boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my word. In five months. Yeah. Uh, over 1700 diapers. And oh and that, man, that's, that's like a funny statistic. Cause that was like, when you, when you started talking about tracking it, I was wondering if you were going there, but that's man. That's Looking wild. back, and you probably got another like fifteen hundred to go. Uh, if, if maybe not maybe more. more than that. Yeah. I'm a word. Luckily, we got uh, people were very generous when we come along and were loaded us up with diapers. So um, I've only had to buy a couple boxes, but. Man, you must be like a like a surgeon. You're like special special ops, you know. Like. I can do it in my sleep. <laughs> oh man! And maybe sometimes so, you do. Yeah, when she gets up at night to feed them, I, I get up with her and I do the the diaper changing. We usually we we're, we change, only change them once now. Um, like in the middle when they wake up in the middle of the night, and I don't even have to turn the light on anymore. <laughs> it's just you know, a boom boom move the emotions because you know 99 of the time they're just wet and and i can it's just it's kind of kind of crazy I, I remember when we first started doing that there's a closet light like right next to my close the door a little bit and turn the closet light on now it's like i got this <laughs> half asleep but oh my god and how many hours of sleep would you say you get now um so that that's another good one 
Um, so we're, uh, we were always like, yeah, we'll put them down. Cause they usually go to go to sleep around six, between six and seven. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll hang out together and watch TV or something afterwards and you know, do something. And we put them, get them, you know, finally go to sleep. It's like, let's go to bed. So survival. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like usually in the bed by eight o'clock at the latest, oh, man. maybe like seven 30. I envy you. And, you know, but we're, we're up several times at night and like I said, I usually get up around four fifteen, four thirty. So I'd say seven on a good night. Usually it's in the sixes now. Um, <laughs> it's funny leading up to it. Cause I wear the, you know, Apple watch. I had this beautiful sleep chart that was like seven and a half hours, like boom across the board. And then they're born and just whew, drops down to, it was in the fives for a long while, but it's working its way back up. Um, <laughs> which I used to freak, man, I used to freak out if I got, you know, if I was going to bed, like, Oh my God, I need to get up. I'm only going to get seven hours of sleep. How am I going to function? And now it's like, yeah, I got, I got five and a half. I'm solid. Man. I, I think that, uh, my, Happy number might be like seven hours, but I, I almost think between five and seven, like pretty mentally crisp, but I, uh, you know, start to get a little fatigued, but I think, I think we both work out you and me at what five in the morning, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So like those, those late work nights where it'll go to like, 11 i'm like Oof, we're getting into the danger zone here like yeah. if i don't shut it down in in 30 minutes it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough morning and uh i don't know i was feeling like the i was good through wednesday and then friday at the end of the day i'd be smoked so it'd be friday night everybody's ready to do something fun and i'm like can we go to bed at like 7 30 tonight you know, it's just it, 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 the cumulative effect of the short nights is is still something that I haven't. Uh, I don't know if I'd say been able to overcome, um, but I haven't been able to like thrive through the the, yeah. the cumulative just packing up all those days in a row. The the funny thing was is you know of course sleep's important for recovery and but I. I didn't realize how much it, as far as like patience and tolerance, <laughs> when you, when you are sleep deprived, there's been, there were many mornings where I'd apologize to my wife for snapping or, or something. And it's like, how did I do that? But at the moment you're just so exhausted and yeah. it's, you just can't function. I, I, I tell her, you know, in my, my, I guess, previous, previous employer, you know, we, we work emergency, you know, trained derailments and things like that. So I've gone, I think 32 hours straight on a job without sleep is probably my longest stint. I know guys have done way more, but, um, you're, you're doing something. You're always you're like moving and stuff like that, but it just like, sitting with a, a you know babies and being so tired oh my god but you've got 
And you probably like uh, I could close my eyes and sneak in like ten minutes, you know, like, and yeah. then you're like, oh man, I'm a terrible person. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a juggle, man. It's hard, and there's there's different challenges to come, and but I mean, you you got the right plan in place. Those those stats, like the long work days, like I always remember people would talk about doing a 24 hour shift or 36 and geez when you're 25 years old it's like oh man I need some legendary stuff like that on my quote-unquote resume and um you know I thought that for a while but standing here at 36 years old I'm like no man like uh unless there is some hectic monumental reason like I don't, I don't think I want to do that anymore. No, no, it, 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 it would hurt way too much. Now I, it, I joke and say, like, even if I stay up to 11 o'clock, I feel hungover the next day even without drinking. Like, yeah, I agree. The, the crazy thing that like, like, uh, I think we both enjoy our beer and, um, you know, there's been times where, where it's been like regular and and uh you know like the five o'clock uh what do you what do you call it? take the edge off yeah. and um you know I, everybody said for the longest that like obviously that impacts your sleep and i guess the science behind it and maybe this is very generalized but that your body's actively processing that alcohol so you're not getting great sleep and when you you made me think of it when you were talking about uh patience like uh you know waking up at seven in the morning having to do like some extra unexpected thing before you get out of the door or sit down at at the uh the home office or whatever it's just like the patience is thin when you don't get good sleep and and whether or not you know booze is involved like man you know, I guess you don't appreciate that until you're on the other side. And, and again, it goes back to like the whole, now I see the light, like mm. is, uh, man, it's crazy, but, nah, but that good sleep is important. I feel like it's, it's just not, I don't know. It's, it seems like it's not always possible, but there are like sort of some boundaries to try and set, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether whether it's like oh eight would be great, but six is probably w- like I don't know the danger zone or the hard stop or where we don't want to surpass and and sometimes it takes digging deep because you want to reward yourself with just sitting down and watching some YouTube videos or Netflix and whatever. Um, at the end of a day, you're like, man, I, re- I, I did great today. I, I had a lot of wins and, you know, accomplished a lot of the to-do list. But, you know, in order to do the same tomorrow, I need to make a little investment right now. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I, I told you a couple of weeks ago. I, I felt like I was walking a tightrope with trying to balance, you know, being a new dad with the twins, making sure, uh, you know, helping my wife and, and doing everything, uh, you know, getting at least some time with her, making sure I'm still keeping up at work and then getting my workouts in it. It's like, man, it, it was like, I felt like 
just the smallest thing would would knock that off. And every day I'd, I'd get up and like, oh man, you know, it worked out today. I, I got it in. I got it in. And and um, but early on, you know, uh, with uh, I guess COVID quarantine time, yeah, I think everybody had you know those those evening drinks kind of snuck in there. Maybe and, there was a higher uh, proportion in 2020. <laughs> And uh, so I was like, oh, I got to cut that out, um, you know, specifically during the week. And because I, I needed to be on. And and what I realized is I was I was making that consistency happen. I was I wasn't getting lucky, but I was doing everything. You know, I was and it's 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 the small things. If you think about it, you know, um. Uh, I, I mean, I've, I've always meal prepped on Sunday, but, you know, got my meals for the week. So, you know, I don't have to worry about my lunches and, and, and breakfast. And I, I set the coffee pot the night before I put out my workout clothes. Um, I fill up my water bottle um, for working out in the garage and, and set it, you know, by the garage door the night before. So, like, I can, I get up and like, boom, I'm on it. I'm moving. And. I, I was like, oh, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. It's like, no, it's it's done. And and you know, we we talked about the 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 drinking and um, you know, two drinks, you know, the the night before. Like, ah, I don't need to do that. I don't feel like doing that. Or you know, you're you just get kind of lazy. I was like, all right, I just gotta, you know, I, do I really need those, you know, two drinks? Nah. Okay. Cool. All right, cut them out. And and you know, every once in a while might have a drink with dinner, but it's, it's few and far between in the last couple months. And, um, but no, it's, it's, um, it's kind of cool to see that, you know, it, it really became apparent that I was in control of my day coming together by setting myself up for success. Yeah, I agree. So. I, th- I think too, like, I'm just so fascinated with these like little experiments, like tweaks. So that's been one that I've I've tweaked, um, you know, having experienced the same uh, thing in 2020 with, you know, more more time at home, less customers being active, things like that. You know, it's just the, the world was confused. So, um, uh, you know, then doing doing like some little challenges and being like, hey, I wonder if we don't have alcohol for a month like what is what does that change and and uh i think you can like trade out that variable with like so many things like you know now having worked out really consistently for probably five months it's like man i've I've seen like great effect and you know i've also been trying to like implement little tweaks with like taking taking better notes with work and like what do I do with those notes so they don't just live inside some notebook and uh and things like that and I think in in small doses whatever action it is like adds up into big steps and you know when you when you add when weeks turn into months and months turn into half a year or a year it's like there's there's big changes and I'm just so fascinated with the amount of change that can be made if you don't think uh 
you know, hey, I want to lose like 50 pounds. If you think like, all right, we're going to lose like this. What is it? What is the um, general recommended, like two to three pounds a week or something? Like, something like that, yeah. Okay, in a month, that's 12 pounds. Well, in three months, it's 36 pounds. Oh, that's a big difference, you know? And yeah. Man, totally interesting. Aside, uh, I was um, I was going around a gym and like some people do like weighted carry, and I was mm. carrying a plate overhead at one point. It was a forty-five pound plate, and I was like, "Oh my god, like this, uh, this is like, f- you know, bothering my back. Like it's just like, damn it, I wish I wasn't carrying this heavy thing around." And I was like, "Man, you idiot! You were just carrying this around for like the last two years." Like, no wonder your knees hurt. No wonder you didn't, like, jump up in the morning ready to take on the world. Like, you know, because you were carrying this 45-pound plate in your fat ass. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's just, like, so then when I think about that, obviously then there's, like, you know, you, you it's an accomplishment. It's a win. And then, like, well, think about how good it would feel if you dropped another one of these plates, you know. And it's pretty cool, so... I, that's that's been an interesting thing to tinker with. Would have been no, would have been like some of your uh, recent challenges. I always, I always like uh, we'll, we'll explore some challenges. Um, uh, you know, I always like to have something to. I, I, I guess you know. I said you know, triathlon was like my first real goal and then from that I, I became obsessed with goals or like w- working towards something and and um I feel like right now well I guess I don't there, there's a part of me that wants to you know jump in a you know some type of competition or, or do something um uh you know like last year I did I, I, <laughs> I went I, I did a went back after triathlon and did a the Roanoke half iron and it uh it destroyed me I, I learned a valuable lesson about preparing you can't just you can't just walk out there with experience and hey, did and you stuff. did you lose to our colleague in that challenge oh he didn't do it so you won yeah I won <laughs> yeah but I was absolutely annihilated um you know it's it's I've never felt pain like that before in a race. And I mean, even, you know, I look back at the, the full iron I did, um, they, they, uh, St. George is no longer a full Ironman. It's only, they, they cut it to a 70.3, uh, after the year I did it. Um, it was, it was said to be one of the, the hardest, um, most challenging courses in North America. Um, which is kind of one reason I, I chose it because the the group I was training with was like, mm, you don't want to do that one. I'm like, well, why not? And it's like, well, because it's six thousand feet of elevation gain on the bike, and instantly you're like, uh, well, now I want to do it more. Yeah, and they were like, oh, you got to train through winter because the race was in May. Um, you know, it's in Utah, so it's like all these things, and like, no, you need to do Placid or, um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones around here. Yeah, I'm thinking like um, Florida, Arizona. Like, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. But, nah, and 
but the day of, I mean, I, I just remember thinking, I was like, oh, it's like so great. But like when we started to swim, the wind picked up and the water got so choppy that, you know, the like kayak supports had to pull out. So the only thing left in there were like big boats for support. And I think, I think they said 400 people quit on the swim. And then, you know, coming off on the bike, we had a hell of a headwind, you know, coming out, coming into back in the town to start on the, the, the course really. And, um, I remember like riding behind people and there, there was one part of the course that it was called the wall. Um, I forgot what type of incline it was. It was like, yeah, it was like the most challenging part. But I saw people like going up hills or, or climbs even before we got there, just like stop and fall over. Mm. And I was, and it's just like the, 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 the preparation part was so big, which, which, you know, can make it make a good race day um, for you. And, and I learned that the hard way by not preparing for the one that I did last year, I think it took me almost seven hours, which um, was kind of hard to swallow, but um, I was, I was determined to finish it. And uh, that, that uh, a cool thing, I think it was like mile, when I was mile five or six into the race, um, my wife was on the side because, you know, it was, it was a, a looped run. Most triathlons, uh, Ironmans do that. Uh, it's like a loop course. You run it a few times. And she's like, uh, she's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm hurting. She's like, well, I'm pregnant. <laughs> she's like, that's some fuel for you to keep going. And so that, that was, um, she's like, that's something for you to think about for the, the rest of the rest of the run. Dude. So I, Felt like I stopped, I uh, wobbled over to her, gave her a hug, and uh, kept kept going. So that was uh, that was kind of cool part of that. Oh my that god, race, that is the coolest story. Uh, now that you say that, I I remember you telling me that. That is like the coolest story ever. Yeah, she's what a, what a great that, what a great way to like drop that. Yeah, she's um she's she's some some special. Um, I don't know how. How I got that lucky, but um, she's a she's a good egg. She puts it's up your with bo- boyish no good looks and your charm. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. They they show up from no. time to time. Uh, or your your I, I resilience. Think, now, uh, what fir- first um, started out, y'all competing in CrossFit together, right? And then now, your resilience to uh, change baby diapers in the dark. Yeah, no. It's, met at the CrossFit gym and started doing competitions together. Um, she's an amazing athlete, was a you know, D1 field hockey player, went to went to England for a while and played semi-pro. I guess over there they have like pro field hockey, but um, came back and coached here for a while. And um, she, she found CrossFit kind of similar the way I did. Well, hers was a group. She found it in Groupon and uh, started going. <laughs> That's so. funny. And um, now we started hanging out and. And met her shawty yeah. that way. What's that? And met her shawty that way. Oh, yeah. Or it's, yeah, on, it's only the girl, the shawty. We were laughing about that earlier. Oh, yeah. Shawty. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's fantastic. And uh, back, huh? I was gonna say back to the the original thing. You know, your questions was. I don't know. I've I've always like you know been improved, been obsessed with kind of self improvement over the last couple of years, and it's just now you know being a dad. Um, I'm loving that and uh, trying to learn and, and hopefully come out good. As you said, you know, you're always worried about making the right decision. How's it going to affect them? And I know like these years, like the first, was it four years or whatever, are so important. So um, it's all and, important. I don't know. It's like, no? it's so confusing. Like, uh, I think you, obviously you're right, but um, I guess the the way I was just thinking about it as you were, as you were saying that was, it's like the butterfly effect, you know, like, oh, if I, if I let them, I don't know, they, they've lost interest in soccer or whatever. So, okay, we'll let them quit, you know, and then in your head, you're like, uh, well, that's probably good because if they're not interested in it, then okay, to a point, you don't you don't need to be forcing them to do stuff. But in the same respect, you're like, oh my God, am, are they gonna like get in a habit of quitting stuff the first time that they like their interest stalls? And so there therein lies like my thought of like that's just one of a bajillion examples of. It's just so complicated, <laughs> you know, like, what is the right answer? And so, like, you know, try something with this particular uh, instance and then, you know, next time try it a different way and, you know, judge what was the best out of those and then, you know, multiply that times the bajillion. And, yeah, it's like easy work, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, it makes some some things that I perceived as quite complicated along along the uh, adventure. Um, it sort of puts those in perspective because now I'm like, oh my god, you know, there's just there's just so many things where you're like, am I doing this right? Like, but I I think you know this, and I I believe I said this to somebody before, and they were like, well, that line of thinking, that line of question right there, tells me you're doing it right. Because you are thinking about, you know, the the collateral effects of these decisions, and and sort of how they shape that little mind, or how they shape the personality, or the tenacity, or what have you, you know. So I th- that was that was nice to hear, because I was like, man, you know, I guess I guess the one thing is. A whole bunch of people have done this, <laughs> you know, like yeah. all over the world with with no money, with a lot of money, with a lot of help, with no help, single parents, you know. Um, so, so there's that. But at the same time, when you're just sort of in, in the weeds and your situation's right in front of your face, you're like, oh, boy, you know, it's, there's a lot to it. No, it's, I just look back to, you know, some of the stuff I did as a kid and thinking about, particularly my dad's like, how, how did he put up with 
me, you know, I, you know, you were talking about quitting. I remember I, I quit little league football and uh, it's like, I, 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 I did quit a lot of stuff and I, looking back, it's kind of hard to swallow um, the fact that I did. Um, but, you know, the, that's the thing is like, do you, do you let them quit? Do you make them keep doing it? Um, but nah, I, I, what? The, the whole, I, what's I, that? I was thinking that like, to your point about how did they put up with this? Like, man, at the time, you know, doing stupid stuff and getting, you know, lectured or disciplined for it. I was like, man, your your temper is so short and you're so inflexible and whatever. But but now I almost see it like the opposite way. Like, whoa, I'd have been so much more frustrated so fast. Like, you were quite patient with me, actually. You know, because yeah. there was stupid stuff yeah. I did, like, you know, get a get a tattoo at 18, which I don't personally regret. But as a parent, it's like, you know, what are you doing, dummy? And like, you know, name other things like uh, driving before you had a license, like having too many or having beers at 17 years old and getting sick. Like, man, I feel like I got off pretty easy on on a whole host of things. So so now. You know, when I'm like, uh, when I get frustrated, it's it's like that mm, sort of real-time adjustment where you're like, I don't know. I, just, I swear it's like the hardest thing, uh, you know, being a parent. Like, so everything else is easy compared to that. And, like, obviously I'm not trying to, to scare you because you're, you're, you're new to this game, but, you know, you're going to be just fine. Hope so. No, I, I, it's it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to the journey. And um, journey and it made will it. be. What's that? Journey it will be. Yeah, made it this far. But y'all are cool time. as hell. So I mean, they're they're gonna be cool as hell too. You know, there's uh, like be around music and fit parents, and you got a cool dog, and like, oh man. No, it's so so interesting to to like wonder, you know, how they'll turn out. Um, you know, compared, uh, I mean, I'll use Lauren, uh, my wife's family versus mine. You know, I I didn't I, I came up thinking, you know, I'm I'm by twenty three, twenty four, I'm going to be married and I'll, I'll have kids. Like, I, like that's what I thought because that's what I knew. And then, you know. I, I mean, my parents got divorced. Everybody on my my mom, my mom's side got divorced. Um, you know, all her siblings, and then you know, my dad's side had. It's just like I grew up, and then the company I, I, I grew up in when I started in high school, and I ended up working there for many years. Everybody was divorced because you know it was a you know, labor-based company, a lot of traveling, and um, so. I was like, well, marriage doesn't work. And it just always blew my mind. Like, how can you love somebody so much and then like hate them? Like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it just, I was like, well, what's, what's the one factor? 
what's the one factor that 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 all those have in common is well well you've bound yourself to one person and you feel trapped so boom that's how i fixed the problem i never get trapped you know and and uh before my wife several years before I, you know i was in a long relationship and I was like i'm not getting married this is you know it's we're, we got a great relationship there's just there would be no difference if i got married and um you know that, that didn't work out obviously um but you know it was funny when i when i met my wife and i remember the first time riding with her to we were riding to her parents house i don't know why this happened but i was like i need to remember how to get to her parents house because i'm going to ask them if i can marry their daughter one day <laughs> it was dude i'm telling you cool. it, was, it was one of the craziest thoughts I, I i have no idea where that came from but it did and and that was rather early on didn't really freak me out but it was just so odd and you know like the when i you know we had had conversations i guess like i don't know four or five years in i was like you know i was like i don't know you know if we get married i want to be ready and i she had uh what did she she um oh this was at the end of her coaching job for VCU because they, they cut the head coach. So, you you know, when they cut the head coach, they cut the entire staff. Mm-hmm. So she was like, hey, um, she's like, why don't we get married so I can be on your insurance? I'm like, no. <laughs> and, we, and we, we, you know, it, we, we've never really fought. Um, but, you know, kind of got like, why not? You know, and she didn't know this, um, but I had already bought a ring. Ah. And, but I didn't want it to be. I never wanted to be about something I wanted to be, you know, you know about getting married. And, You're um, such a romantic. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, uh, oh, the, the I like how you story. just naturally rolled with that. <laughs> um, but no, when I, uh, when I proposed to her, she had, like, I was, we were on a hammock and I was, I was reaching in my pocket because, it was I, I did yeah i went over we were in jamaica Ooh, jamaica on the hammock and we just got True done with dinner romantic. and stuff and yeah i had it in my pocket and i was getting out and you know we were talking about marriage and stuff and she's like you know it's if we don't get married it's fine and as she was saying that like i pulled the ring out i'm like you know what and anyway the rest is history but, oh my god that's fantastic you know what we could though <laughs> yeah oh man no she's like i said she's she's great and uh it was the the best decision and uh, the, the the luckiest opportunity i've had probably i think um, that's like partnered up with her interesting uh or sorry not those like uh pure moments you know are 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 really interesting like my uh I met my wife at this at the South African festival on the dance floor. We'd been partying like too much and thought I was dancing fantastically. So <laughs> I, I definitely must have like swept her off her feet because as you said, the rest is history. But that night I I guess I'd like you know, we had danced together and you know, we said our goodbyes and you know, hey, we've had such a great time, blah, blah, blah. And her sister was there, and I said to her sister, hey, you know what? I'm going to marry your sister. 
And like, it just rolled, you know? And uh, she'll always bring that up to me. But it's, it's kind of, I don't know, I just, I just knew. That was like the first night I met her, you know? It was right time, right person, like, right, right experience. It just all felt right. And, uh, yeah, it came together. And, and yeah. certainly, like, a lot of adventures and travels and now kids and challenges and, man, being, like, going from not having much to, to growing in our careers and our life is it's, it's quite the experience, man. Yeah. No, and and it's it's great. Like you know, I said I I came from. I went down a rabbit hole after talking about divorce, and like her parents are amazing. I love them. They're, and they are crazy about each other. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Like her her dad will get, uh, like annoyed if we go out to dinner and he doesn't get to sit beside his wife. Uh-huh. And and that kind of stuff is so cool to see. So when i guess when Lauren and I like first started dating stuff you know uh being i was 30 and i'm like all right the puppy love's gonna wear off and and she just stayed the same and i'm like all right how how long can you keep this up you know it's like <laughs> and uh and it's just her and it's just incredible and and you know i don't like there's part of me that wonders if my, you know, some of the bumps and bruises in my younger years obviously, you know, molded me to, to or, or made me think about things and, and do things um, the way I do today. So um, I'm, I'm wondering if like the environment in which we bring our kids up in will have, you know, you know how that will affect them. You know, there, there's, there's a part of me. I want to make sure that they, you know, they have some adversity. I think that's so important to, to struggle, um, and not have a too cushy of a life, um, because you, you, it's, it's not the real world. You know, yeah. and I, um, uh, you know, I know we. We, we both listen to Rogan podcasts, and he'll continuously say all his friends that are really cool have, like, adversity in their life. And I think, I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. And and adversity can is, is personal for everybody. Like, you know, everybody's adversity isn't the same. Um, but I agree, and I, I definitely see value in that. And it's, I don't know, it's interesting, like, the 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 people who aren't raising their kids like that, I'm like always kind of curious, like be interesting to see how that plays out, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and hope for the best, you know, I don't, don't want to see it not play out for anybody. I, I don't know, but I, I think obviously a lot of it happens naturally, even if you were trying to have a, a cushy, perfect life, like, you know, there's, there's, definitely challenges we've had a couple moves with with different jobs and um 
or different assignments and and although things have gone well like that disruption is has been some adversity and and I think um then it's created things with with school and and being in and out of school like having to make adjustments along the way and you know I think that's an important point about uh you know to your point like the process is so important and and a lot of people say that and like embrace the process because once you get to the destination it might not you know it might be underwhelming and uh so I think you know the bumps and the bruises are are part of it yeah I mean I wouldn't there's there's stuff that you know be better if it didn't happen and it'd been nice to but at the end of the day if it didn't happen you might have been sold short on an opportunity to learn yeah and then like leverage what you learned so i mean some some things are uh are, are difficult like you know when somebody passes away i've had a couple of those over the last few years like geez that's that's something hard to really wrap your head around and and like the grieving process and there's probably a whole you know I, I don't know I don't think that I've like actively taken a, a certain approach or been coached in any way or like done research but I mean that's uh that's that's rough but you know have like I've sort of um in reflecting on it, like some of those people, or not some of those people, but like wh- reflecting back on some of those situations, you're like, man, I'm everything is better because of, you know, that relationship. Or I look at different situations a different way because of that that relationship is is interesting. I don't know. Ad- adversity is is uh is personal and unique for each person but i i do think like you know in the moment it sucks and it sucks bad and like you just can't think of anything but how much better life would be without it but at the same time when you get on the other side of it like i think it's re there's there's no question that you learned from it and I in in the introducing adversity like challenges is is like an interesting tool to tinker with. Like cha- challenges be it like, you know, I got a challenge in my, in mind. Um, you know, we're we're part of a, a group of, of young guys who work out and I was thinking that we should all do a triathlon and split into like relay teams. So that that's one idea. But uh So, um, you know, doing that challenge and building up to it, especially with like several different teams and like knowing that the bar is going to be high, like we'll learn from that. And, and with the work challenges and, and people passing away and things of that nature, like, man, it sucks really bad, but you know, I guess it, it, it causes you to think about what you learn from that person and appreciate that and carry that with you. And, you know, one of the things that, that I've been saying lately is, you know, I need to now maximize every day. Like I've been given a gift to, to live past that point 
that they were able to live too. And I've been given this gift. And if I don't like maximize and, and reach the best of my abilities, be it for that day or in my life or period that like, I'm really not doing a good justice to that gift that I've been given. And, and so I think like, you know, <clears throat> um, it's just real, it's real hard to be without that person, but you know, it just, it just made me look at life a whole different way. Yeah. No, I mean, we're, we're, I'm, I'm convinced that we're meant to, to struggle because if we don't have struggle, we find struggle. And when I say we find struggle, it's, you know, fighting over, what was that? Remember that, was that that dress on social media? It's like people fighting over what color it was. Uh, like like vaguely, I think uh, I know what you're talking about. For that kind of stuff, it's like, you know, it's like, oh my God, Kim Kardashian did this. It's like, that's your focus. Obviously you, you know, that's, that's what you got going. Yeah. Or man, you, you know, you you need some, maybe maybe you need a few more problems in your life or you you need to work on some areas. Uh, I mean, we, we've, you gotta admit, we ultimately have it, have it pretty good. So, um, you know, trying, you know, I think the, the recent movement of, self-improvement is like a big thing of people finding finding that stroke because if you like trying to improve obviously is challenging and 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 uh creates some struggle and realizing that you have shortcomings yeah taking yeah eat, eating that and and realizing that you're not perfect and you just you just gotta constantly work at it and and um holding yourself accountable and, and, uh, and going after it just gives life meaning. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I think, and, it, and, and I think momentum is key. Like it's, it's interesting. Once, once you got some members started, it's, it's easier to kind of progress through the, the steps of building a fire. And like once, you know, I think something that w- that w- you and I share and um, and w- and align closely on is like, you know, when you got the the fitness going, you got some momentum there. Then it's it's easy to work on the personal finance, and it's easy to add on. Hey, what what can I tweak to be performing a little bit better at my job and and things like that, and like just roll it up and relate to the marriage and how you're a father and things like that. And like the momentum is just because when you're in a rut, it's like it's an insurmountable challenge to think of getting up every day at 5 a.m. or and yeah. working out or, you know, keeping the house more organized or whatever. It's just like, oh, man, where do I start? And then if you just dive in, I think that's paid dividends in, in my life is just like dive into challenges and, you know, having, having gone to school at a military college and, you know, there's just no other option, but to dive in and find your way and find your feet and find out how you're going to navigate and, and progress through this situation. And, you know, then 
applying that to to other challenges like you know starting in in the the former company that we work together in and and starting as a manager and trainee and running around in the field and just like working harder than than most people could ever imagine but like just, just dive in and learn and absorb and I mean, it's hectic, and and from from here to the destination or here to some milestone is is hard. But man, when I just dive in and f- and figure out how to swim, man, there's been some massive learnings. And then yeah. like so, like my key things right now are are like momentum and consistency, and really toying with those to see where I can apply them, and then the the compounding benefit of those. And I, I think you can just like, s- once you develop that tool, you can just steer it to certain points of life. And then as you accumulate and are, are doing good in one space, then bolt on another. And then like the sum of two things are going great now, you know, like I just think just, just do it, you know, like, and, and if uh, somebody thinks you look silly, then, then whatever. And if, and, and for that person, there's probably five people that, that like what you're doing, you know? So, so like whatever. And plus like doing it consistently, like you're saying is it, it builds up that resiliency for, you know, I just think about like, uh, I mean, you know, disagreements between, you know, you and your wife, it's, it's like, do you have the energy to, to, talk through the disagreement and not just like you know blow them off or you know if if like even like i'll use you know bill collectors calling for example instead of ignoring them hit them head on be like hey what do we need to do here um you know work problems life problems is it's just like practicing practicing and and like the hard stuff putting yourself in those hard situations when when they're not necessary prepares you or gives you the endurance to take on the hard situations when you have to yeah i i agree that's man it's just so applicable to so many different areas it's that's that's been something that I've been able to uncover and 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 really explore lately. It's uh because before you start, like, geez, I spent a lot of years uh, uh more overweight than I am now, <laughs> and and getting started with certain things is just is just hectic. And then, like, I guess when you make a little bit of progress, seeing how many of areas of your life that. Uh, that that affected is 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 crazy and i guess it it could be that way with anything you know it could yeah. be putting putting more um putting more effort or for uh, somehow figuring out how to perform better at work and then you know just building upon that progress brick by brick yeah and and you're you're focusing on those those wins those little wins and you're not and you're you're putting uh what's it called you're shit um i don't know focusing on on those instead of focusing on where you're not like you know you say 
yeah, you you want to lose another pl- a forty five pound plate. Well, but you've looked at like, hey, I I lost a forty five pound plate. You know, it's like I got it and I got this far. If I can get this far, I can get that far. You know, it's it's not saying, well, I'm not there, so I might as well just give up. Um, but it's like, you know, if I wouldn't have started and if I wouldn't have put in the work for the past five months, I wouldn't be here. And and that's that's I think that's a lot of people stop. And I just use you know fitness for example because like I want to lose thirty pounds. We'll lose one to two pounds a week, and you know after you know twenty five weeks you'll be there. Uh, well, no, twenty five weeks. Oh my god. And it's like, dude, twenty five weeks go by quick. Yeah. And. Especially when you think in terms of like one week, ten days, two weeks, a month, yeah, it adds and, up and like, quick. Well, I want to like, like talking to you, like just looking at. So you've you've focused on over the past five months, like losing weight, and you know, you know, out of that, look what has you know. Uh, we, we've talked about like the journey before, and it's not like, hey, look, you're forty five pounds lighter. But it's like, what did you get out of the last five months? You know, it's like, have you learned, you know, new movements? You're feeling better. You know, it's like, I knew you were on this journey. We got you in the, you met a, you know, you're in that, uh, what's it, what's our comfort disease support group? It's like, you've, you've met people. Find it on Instagram. <laughs> but it, it's like, it, it's, it's the destination is where you want to be. But if you look back at the journey is what makes it that much more special. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I think like when you, when you, I don't know, snap out of it per se, realize like, Oh my gosh, like everything was on speed or not speed autopilot, you know, like, so there's just I do feel to your point like I've done so many more things and not just exercise but been like switched on to to being a better dad and to to working more and being more organized and you know all these things and that's um you know that's uh it, it just it just grows you know the 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 fire the burning desire just grows and grows and it's 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 quite interesting yeah and you said you know butterfly effect when you're talking about kids really i mean there's a butterfly effect for uh, i mean i mean this i mean you set out to you know you you wake up one morning or or you pursue a workout and next thing you know you're being more organized at work, you know, it's, and you're being more organized at work because you want to make time for your workout or you want to make time for your family or you're making time for your family because you have more energy because you're working out or, you know, it's like so many things come out of that, um, which is if you've got to make sure you appreciate those things and, and, and look at those things and not focus on the, that end goal is, is important to keep in mind, but Gotta got step out and, and and appreciate the journey and everything that that's come of that and be appreciative of it and yeah like and, taking uh, taking regular audit and and appreciating yeah. where we're at where we've come from 
where we've come from in a short period of time. Yeah. Well, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, I guess we can. We're, we're banging on two hours. You got anything else you want to discuss? Oh, shit, man. Uh, I, I, I'm actually, like, oh, after got the a end cramp? of my workout. <laughs> oh, I, dude, I slammed the mace into my ankle <laughs> playing around at the end of my workout. I was Loopers. like, I'm just going to, you know, do some free move and. And I always notice that when I, when I'm, you know, tired, I obviously, you know, your technique and focus breaks down and I, I slammed the, the, uh, I was doing something and hit my ankle with the mace and I think it's, it's going to be nice and tight for the rest of the day, but, um, well, as long as it's a day and not a week yeah. or a month. I'll work around it. So yeah, I swam, not always. I swam a mile yeah. this morning. It was, it was good. Did you really? Yeah, I like that. And and of course, like being in a competitive idiot, like I just uh, the other day I did it in about an hour. So then today I had about forty five minutes to swim, and I was like, I was too far into the workout to really change things, right? But I was like, man, we should try to get this in in 45 minutes. I think I was like right around 48, something like that. But, uh, you know, that's that's obviously the next goal is we're going to get in in 45. Then can we get in in 40? And then, you know, tinker around with it from that. I remember um, speaking of of like our friends who are, are equally crazy and in, in all this stuff. um we did we did a triathlon like a i think it was an olympic how do you know how long the swim is in an olympic off the top of your head like i know they vary it's around a mile i think uh yeah i want to s- yeah i think it's around i want to i want to say 1100 oh i thought it was I longer i th- i want to say maybe this well, particular i'm sorry like 1.1 1. 1. uh what kilometers um 1.1 miles or that that might be a half iron no that's yeah the 1.2 is the half you hitting the google yeah hold on triathlon swim uh 1.5 kilometers so just so obviously just under yeah a mile. so just short of a mile so we did this team triathlon with two work groups and like six total people three per team and um Wes was our swimming leg, and obviously our buddy Wes is, like, highly proficient swimmer, has played, like, international water polo. And then we had this other guy who wanted to participate with the the group, but he was not – well, he, he, was, he was a self-proclaimed strong swimmer. And <laughs> we, we, um, we properly – assumed that he was not totally aware of what he was getting himself into so Wes was on my team thank goodness and I think he did the mile swim in something ridiculous I think it was like 20 something minutes and this other guy you know he's a smoker he's (laughs) not a workout guy but he's a strong swimmer 
And I want to say it took him like 50 minutes. Like I wasn't sure he was coming back for real, dude. And <laughs> thankfully we're in this little lake. And uh, so Wes gave us about a solid 30 minute head start. And um, I think the the bike legs were, were pretty even. And then I was running against a guy who was on the track team at A&M. Now I think he did short distance stuff or mid distance stuff. But, um, you know, obviously at that time uh, I was a big rugby player, a prop body, you know, and uh, so, so I think um, I finished the 5K in like 58 minutes, something like that, and uh, which I thought was pretty good at the time. Yeah. And uh, no way. Yeah. Is that right? No, it was a it was a ten k. Sorry, not five k. Yeah. So six point two miles in uh, in like fifty eight minutes. So like, eh, it's not bad. I think it was like nine something minute miles. And this guy from A and M, I think I was worried the whole time that he was gonna catch me. And I remember we get to the end of the race, and um, the guy who was the the president of our company who did the bike leg at that point, <laughs> the first thing he said to me was man, Ed, you look like you just swam in the lake. <laughs> and I was so smoked, but I was so glad that the A&M runner didn't catch me the whole time. And I had Wes to thank for his, like, ridiculous swimming ability. But uh, <laughs> I swear, man, that was that was crazy and it was fun. Um, but, wow, like, swimming is something, I guess, like, you would think there's less disparity between the the amateur runners. You know what I mean? Like maybe I run a mile in 10 minutes and you can run a mile in seven minutes, but that's only three minutes. Now over six miles, it's 18 minutes. But, man, swimming is something where it's a whole oh, yeah. different ball game. Like <laughs> I think there was some early races when we were tinkering around with sprint triathlons that – I want to say Wes would do the swim in like seven minutes or something. And I was projected to do it in like 24 minutes. I was like, man, I'm already like three and a half times behind you. Like, this is not good. Yeah. Yeah. Swim. They, they usually say, you know, swim doesn't, you know, it's, it's early on, doesn't have a big impact, but it can, it can set you up. Well, I think once you get to like a fairly proficient level, you uh, you know, then there's less disparity. But geez, couch to swimming is a whole different ball game than couch to running. I think there there's yeah. like super levels to swimming. Oh yeah, hell man, my first three or four triathlons, I swim Tarzan style. Oh, do tell what is Tarzan style? I don't think so, I know that. So I have my head out the water the whole time. Ah, yeah, because open water is no joke, man. You you think you, yeah. you can swim straight without the line on the bottom of the pool, but yeah. well, I just didn't know how to swim. <laughs> I was doing triathlon. I didn't know how to swim. And I dive it, right I, in, I just, right? Gro steep yeah. growth curve. Oh, man, I just remember getting out just blasted. Like, just so exhausted. But Oh, my God. Like, it, of course, I imagine that's hard on the back. So yeah, then, I mean, because you're, you get I mean, on, you're the, on the bike yeah, you're, and 
And then and then after all that, go run. Yeah. If your back wasn't already smoked enough by all that. Yeah. No, it's yeah, definitely man. uh have an impact. Well, it's been fun. Yeah. It's been fun. All two hours of it. Two hours and I don't know how long it's been. Anyway. Well, we're we're gonna apply this dive right in and consistency and momentum to do more podcasts so they'll improve they'll improve over time. I think so. Yeah. This wasn't this was a good kickoff. It's been a it's been a long time since the uh top button. Oh this is twenty nineteen? No, it was like twenty seventeen. Oh my gosh. We're so yeah. old. Five years right? just went by. Oof. Don't remind me. <laughs> All right, brother. Yeah. All right, well, man. I'll talk to you soon. Keep smiling.